podcast guys you're here this week with nikki t your host and mr jd groover nick thanks for having me man this is uh i like what y'all do man y'all keep it uh keep it rowdy yeah so, like <laughs> absolutely it. man thank you so much for doing this we are uh currently at Jurgles here in warndell pa and jd is doing one of his many roles in life where he is uh being the tour manager for mr john langston yeah man it's cool i mean you get to travel the country with my best friend and yeah watch everything st- just kind of unfold in front of us man it's just been uh it's been a long five years but it's been a good five years so. yeah yeah it's that's one of the things is i wanted to talk about is like how how'd you meet john and how did this come to be i uh, i managed a bar in tifton georgia um called the gin and uh basically what we would do is we would have uh acts on the way up country acts on the way up and like rappers on the way down you know we had like yeah. twins and, right <laughs> and some other stuff and uh we would book the guys like FGL. We were we were basically everybody's first Georgia gig. Nice. Um, like I said, FGL, Sam Hunt, Swindle, Swindell, whatever you want to call him. Um, he swindled to me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> love him. Uh, just everybody you think of, John Party, just everybody. And then uh, my fraternity brother uh, is John's best friend. His name's Tyler Horn. And he was like, dude, book my buddy, book my buddy. And, you know, you love Tyler, but he's just one of those party guys at that time. You're just like, whatever. And I needed something, and we booked him, and I just kind of seen it, and uh, some some stuff happened, and uh, he made a late night call to me. Uh, he just assumed I was up, and he's right because I was a bar guy, I was always up, and uh, <laughs> kind of talked to him on the phone for a couple hours, and uh, I guess he just started trusting me, and he knew who I knew, and uh, got him to Carrie Edwards, and Carrie Edwards kind of just who manages Luke Bryan and Cole and Adam right. Craig, and uh, took her, took him to her, and. The rest is kind of whatever. History. So, yeah. yeah. It's been nice. So let's talk about music. How did you get into it? Was the gin your first thing in the music industry? Uh, Yeah, kind of. I mean, I've man, my parents raised me musically right. right. My mother loved Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie and all that stuff. My daddy loved, you know, Randy Travis and Keith Whitley and Leonard Skinner and so I was I was literally a music mutt. Like I just heard so much stuff growing up, and then when you know I'm 32 years old, my college days is like the Atlanta rap and Usher and right. stuff like that. And uh, you know, growing up, the whole TRL thing. So like Limp Biscuit and Eminem. Like so, I'm just like a melting pot of music. Like I, my Spotify playlist will probably confuse the hell out of people, <laughs> which is a good thing and a bad thing. But right. uh, you know, I just I've always loved music and. Uh, when uh, we opened the gym, we were just going to be like a local band kind of thing. And uh, it kind of wasn't working the first year. And so we decided to do some national acts. And we booked FGL like the week before Cruise came out. Oh, and, man. Uh, we had a hundred, I'll never forget. We had 140 people show up. But a thousand people will say they were there that night. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that really helped because nobody wanted to miss the next FGL because that's what we were doing. We were bringing those people in. So it just, you know, as that grew, like we grew right and it and it was it's really nice to be in nashville and see a lot of those guys and they remember who you are and 
still hit you up because you took care of them first. And yeah, um, just for example, the other night, uh, the night of the ASCAP Awards, I ran into Sam Hunt. And it's the first time I've seen him since I moved to town. And he's like, what are you doing up here? And I was like, man, I live here now. I'm publishing. And then, you know, yeah. I get on stage with Chris Stapleton and Morgan Wall and all these other guys in front of him. He just pulled me aside. He's like, man, I'm, I'm proud of you. And he, he's just one of those guys that knew I was a song guy early on. Just yeah. the same with Cole. You know, I, I give Cole Swindell all the credit in the world. He told me what a song plugger was, like, years ago. I had no idea. And he explained it and was like, I was like, people get paid to listen to music? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Cole and uh, you know a couple other people, but really Cole was the first guy to really be like, hey, you can do this. Like, don't, yeah. I did it. I moved to Nashville. You can do it. And, you know, so I give a lot of love to him, and everybody knows how much I love him, and I'm very close to him. So, right. I, Cole, if you're going to listen, I love you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, man, that's – I think that's a cool story. What are some of the things that you think, like – like growing up through that music venue that you learned that helped you be successful at your current role, which is tour manager, but also at Seagull. What's, oh man, I learned so much stuff. <laughs> you learn on the fly about, you know, what you can do, what you can't do, um, what people expect on the other side. I always ran, you know, when I ran my venue, I knew what I expected out of people. And then just to come to find out there is a whole nother side you're dealing with a whole nother organization and right. people are different. You right. Know, you know, the, the Sam's of the world are different from the John parties of the world. They right. want different things. And, um, people have different standards of where they want to be. And each night you have to meet their standard, which is really cool. And I think that's really helped me is I, I know what our standard is. And when we advance shows, I know what I expect. And I know, I mean, there's nights where we can't even get a case of water sometimes. <laughs> and then we come to a place like Jurgles who have menus on the table, ready to roll. And, uh, have our rider stocked and it's just you know there's a lot of good places like this and and i really wish i would have went and saw other venues before i opened my venue and talked to people because there's i didn't do everything right and right. i and i can i can admit that right and, uh places like jurgles and uh coyote joe's and charlotte north carolina man yep. those those kind of places make you want to come back so yeah and i think that's a big part too is the act once they get a little bit bigger like john's on the come up right now you yeah. know it's uh, those are the places you remember when you're saying, oh, yeah, we're going through this area. Oh, well, they treated us well. You know, let's go back to that place. Yeah. W there's a couple places that we talk about, like, hey, when we're not supposed to come here. Yeah, we're coming. Yeah. You know, or if we're we're playing in hopefully uh, an arena in Charlotte, we can get on stage and be like, hey, I remember playing at Coyote Joe's right. and AP Alan Presley took care of us and uh, <laughs> Heidi. Like there's just good people in this music business. And. Um, you know, just like just like here, Joyce, Juicy Joyce, she's the <laughs> hospitality director, and you remember those people along the ways, and you take care of them. So yeah, it's it's nice, man. Music, the the thing about music industry is it's so vast from top to bottom. You got pluggers, you got you got song pluggers, you got tour managers, you got marketing directors. You there's just so many little jobs inside Nashville that you can go chase and still be a part of all this and and not even deal with the music. The right. physical music of it, and I and I love that because, as you know, you go to Nashville one time, you're hooked. You, you're hooked. Yeah. There's no better city in the world, besides my hometown. I always right. say that, but uh, <laughs> there's no other better city than Nashville, Tennessee, because it ain't even country music. It's pop. It's rock. There's so many different scenes there, and so many people are gravitating towards it. And um, it's a good and a bad thing. 86 people a day move there. The traffic gets worse and worse. <laughs> but you know, and and the competition of it too is just like. 
there's, you know, everybody's good. Yeah. You go to you, you go to Tootsie's on a Friday night, you see somebody playing, and you're just like, man, they're the best ever. Why aren't they on the radio? Or, yeah. or why don't they have a record deal? And you're just, you know, you're the, you're probably the big fish in the little pond, and you come up, and now you're in the in the ocean. And, yeah. Yeah, it's fun, but you know. A lot of people get discouraged about that, but I think it's healthy. Yeah, so and it makes you work harder. I think. Challenges you, and the people who are soft end up home quicker than everybody else. So, yeah, it's cool. I know, like looking at your social media and following you and stuff, you're always like on the road. You're always busy, keeping stuff rolling with this, keeping stuff Seagale rolling, and yeah. uh, I know you're always saying, always thinking, you know, how blessed I am to have not one but two jobs that I absolutely love. Yeah, man. Um, like I said, there's 86 people a day that move to Nashville, and they all want your spot. And yeah. I'm taking up two spots. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's days I'm tired. There's Sundays. I pretty much get Sundays off. But, um, you know, it's all worth it. You know, I get to, like I said, I get a song start at, gets to start at my desk, and I get to hear it for everybody else and get to take it to other people. And I get to travel the road with my best friend in the world and go watch him do his thing and um, watch people sing his songs back to him. It's just it's good. It's I'm blessed. I don't. That's what the stuff I don't really like talking about. But yeah, you know, it's just I, I'm very blessed, and I'll just leave it at that. Well, and it's it's blessing, but it's hard work too. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's a grind. It really is. Sometimes it's not easy, and there's nothing easy about Nashville. So yeah. Well, yeah. So let's talk about Seagull. How did you get involved with that, and how did that uh, come to be? Um, I was I moved up to uh, TM John, and uh, eventually get into publishing and. I had an opportunity. It didn't really work out with another company, and um, so I didn't want to blow my savings. So I ended up working at uh, Daddy's Dogs. Okay. Shout out to Daddy's Dogs. <laughs> they're the they're the shit. They really are. They uh, they helped keep me afloat, and I did that from April to December of 2017. And uh, I booked CJ Solar to open for Dylan Scott at the Gen one time, and uh, a guy named Jake Gear who. Yeah worked at Seagale, now he's at BMG. He uh, s- he saw me. I, I met him that night. I booked CJ, and uh, we hit it off, and then he'd come to the hot dog stand one night, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, man, just trying to get by, trying to do the thing. And he's like, you still want to like get into publishing? I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I do. Just come to my office. So go to the office the next day, and uh, Jake's real smart, and he's real crafty, and he's known for being really, like, really strategic and He's playing me songs that he wanted Cole to hear, knowing I had Cole's ear. And um, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I've never pitched Cole a song before. I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. And he goes, just think about it if you want. And, uh, so I ended up thinking, like, man, if I could get Cole to just even listen to these songs, like, he'd probably give me a job. So I took a trip to Texas. I took a trip to Texas and uh, played him some songs. He ended up cutting Somebody's Been Drinking. And, uh, here we are. He, that CEO offered me a job, and I didn't look back. So it's been yeah. nice, man. That's a that's a great publishing house. Some amazing songwriters there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we got some crappy songwriters like Chris Stapleton, and <laughs> Brad Paisley. Yeah. And, no, it's um, it's a blessed company. I, I didn't realize when I took that job how great of a company it was. To be right. honest with you, um, just to dive into like I said, Chris Stapleton's whole catalog from like 1999 to 2012, and uh, everything Brad's ever done. Mike Ryan, and uh, just got to sign my first guy, Jordan Fletcher, yeah. and um, you know, working with people like Baylor Wilson and Jeb Gibson's, all these people that are about to come up, and uh, uh, 
I'm leaving out talented people like Brent Anderson and Lynn Hutton who are like the best songwriters like in the whole world and uh, I'm just I'm lucky I get to listen to music every day so yeah it's really cool what advice do you have I know you just uh, did that event the lunch and learn with WME yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah that was that was fun kind of talking about being a TM yeah what? I mean it was intimidating I was sitting there with Dirk Bentley's tour manager who like basically wrote a book on tour management it's been doing it 25 years and it's a little intimidating because you're sitting <laughs> at the bottom of the of what they call the steps. It's like a coliseum, and you're just looking up. And uh, all of John's management was there, trying to you know being supportive, and a bunch of my friends in publishing, uh, they were there being supportive and uh, just trying not to look like an idiot, sour <laughs> or sound like an idiot, just trying to get by. And uh, it was good, man. It was, uh, and we did also did it with Booba, who's Dylan Scott's production manager now. Um, but I actually sat there and just listened to Tom the whole time because he just he's just so smart and. I mean, he was talking about budgets, and I was like, budgets? Huh? Like, what's that, you know? And uh, it was cool. Uh, you know, you know awesome moment. Like, I've, I've been working with WME for a long time just because of the book in the, the bar, and right. um, they're just such a first-rate company from Kevin Meese to Austin Mullins to Austin Neal to Haley Warner, all these people, and um, nothing gets done in Nashville without that crew. So, right. yeah, they're, it's a good company. So, And that's one of the things that people that – aren't necessarily in the music industry don't understand how many hands are in getting that stuff done oh, how many hands are in getting people everywhere i mean you have business managers you have social media managers you have regular managers you have tour managers you have all these different people pulling at you and it, it, inside of a label too you have a marketing director a project manager a and r there's just so many levels like if you want to be in nashville you can be in nashville and not even touch hit play right which is which is really cool so. yeah yeah, I think it's cool, and I think it's a, a pretty neat story of yours, just growing up and loving music and then getting to do something in this world for a living. Dude, it is the – I don't believe it sometimes. <laughs> I, uh, dude, I really don't. It's uh, it's it's crazy. It yeah. really is. Like, just – I just come from a little town in Georgia, which everybody in Nashville pretty much comes from Georgia now, but um, – <laughs> They probably should build that wall between Georgia and Tennessee, not <laughs> Mexico. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy. I'm I'm a very lucky, blessed human, and I very believe in that that yeah. I am. So don't take it for granted, because one day I'll be in the crowd with the regular people, <laughs> and I can't wait for that. Well, and that's it. And I mean, any advice you have for other people that are looking to get into the music world? Maybe not in, specifically in music, but um, man. It's like if you want to do this artist thing, network, 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 write, 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 repeat. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's nothing like getting out and shaking hands and meeting people. That I mean, that's where magic happens, you know. Got you know, guys like John, you know, going out and meeting the Jordan Ragers of the world and the Travis Dennings and just you know being a part of that. And that I really believe that it's Joel Hutzel. He's Cole Swindell's guitar player told me when I was thinking about moving up, you can't win if you're not there to play the game. Yeah. So if it's something you want to do, I mean, I sold hot dogs. Right. I have no sympathy for anybody else. <laughs> right. I sold hot dogs when it was nine degrees outside. <laughs> you know, you can do it. It's just the amount of sacrifice you want to deal with. So right. that's why I look at it. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for, for yeah, dude. This, thanks man. for having me. I love what y'all do. You Absolutely. front rower, don't go. That's it, man. I, dude, just seeing you <laughs> wild out in uh, in Ohio at country concerts, and, uh, <laughs> that was just it's it's good to see what y'all do and uh, yeah. and appreciate music. Not only who's on the radio right now, but 
you know, the guys like the Joe Fortners of the world, Mike Ryans, who are coming yep. up, man. Like, any publicity is good publicity, and uh, always shouting John out and stuff. We, we do yep. appreciate that. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Seagull forever. Seagull for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, thank you guys for uh, tuning in, and uh, thanks again for you for, for yeah, being man, here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having we, uh, me. This is Nikki T, and we'll see you in the front row. Sing all the songs, dance with all the pretty ladies. All night long till the cows come home. Might not be your cup of sweet tea, but every